Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomena, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. to know the name, know the genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. As I've always said, Albert Einstein once said that everybody is a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways that other people have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of tonight's show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that everybody benefits? Our expert tonight is Audrey Arby, who has developed her genius in the in multiple areas. And every section of tonight's show, we're going to address a different area of that. Now, yeah. she's a diversity expert who's lived a multicultural, multiracial, and multidimensional life for more than 70 years. I'm giving this away because she looks like she's in her 40s. Anyway, Audrey is an artist, a prolific author, a life strategist, and vegan by choice. And I'd like to add that Audrey only eats raw food and is very flexible and athletic, even though she's in those 70s. So she's quite amazing in this regard. And she's created cookbooks and other books indicating how you can do what she's done in this area. 
Now, getting back to why I asked her on the show tonight, as a speaker, Audrey galvanizes her audience to participate and grow in awareness of how the world is changing so that they can feel comfortable and adapt quickly to the constant changes in the world. Her most recent book is Raising Race Consciousness, Healing Racism, Sexism, and Other Isms, which is an international bestseller and number one in its category. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Audrey. Hi, Jerome. That is, that's, I'm impressed by the intro. (laughs) I don't feel quite that way, but yeah, and it's not really a cookbook, it's a food prep book, although there is some because it's both raw vegan in there and cooked vegan because my friends asked me to put it in, but yeah, thank you. Yeah, I love that book. I love the artwork on that book. I mean, I think everybody should buy it just for the artwork on the cover, but Um, Last time we had you on the show, it was around show number 54 for those who would like to go to the archives and find out more. And we dedicated the entire show to help you help others raise race consciousness. So I'd like to just take this first segment of this show to review that a bit before we get into other things you're doing now. So what was it in your background that caused you to become a diversity expert where you could advise others on race relationships? Well, first of all, I'm from New York, where, in my personal opinion, we have just about every kind of person and anything else that practically exists. And as my adult years started and I moved into the city, I saw many different kinds of people that I had not necessarily been raised with. So I wanted to get to know them. And I found that there's wonderful people in any kind of culture. So me, I like that. I like beauty. I like brilliance. I like diversity. I like uh, enhanced thoughts. I like music. I like dance. And so I made it my life to get to know people. So yeah, yeah, for over 50 years, because I didn't have full run when I was a kid, I had my folks had the full run. But once I got out on my own, I lived that. I have a biracial daughter. I literally live this. I've traveled. I'm from New York. I now live in Florida. And I've traveled to Africa. I've been to the Caribbean. I've been to Europe. I've been to the islands, been to Canada. And if I've been anywhere else, I'm not sure. I raise my energy and vibration. So I've been in the ethers but also on the earth. So I know people from a lot of places. Could you define isms first and then tell tell us how <laughs> isms affect us even without us knowing it? I, I coined that term isms because racism, sexism, religionism, it's to me a way, it's like a disease. Okay, like itis, inflammation of. So there's in this society and in the world, there have been issues and concerns about this one thinks that that this, well, I call it discordant ego, that someone of whomever may think their particular brand of being is better than another brand of being, or the other way, they may think they're less than another brand of being. 
When in actuality, when we go to the inner part, the soul, the essence, and yes, we are at different mm -hmm. levels. There's more advanced souls, younger souls, older souls. Doesn't mean better or worse. A two-year-old isn't worse than a 25-year-old, than a 35, than a 75. So I coined that term because I, when I wrote the book, there were so many different quote-unquote isms that showed up. I just took them in there. Religionism, ageism, culturism. It's like mine is better than yours. <laughs> so I had an interesting thing happen in New York City when I was there uh, most recently. And I thought of you immediately and I thought, I wonder how Audrey would have handled this. I was stopped at a red light waiting just to walk across the street. And there was a man of color on the phone and he was talking with somebody very loudly. We could have all heard him a block away. And he was describing that all white people that are women from Tennessee take advantage of people of his color and you shouldn't trust any of them. <laughs> and I was just, I mean, I was just amazed. And I thought, wow, everybody's gotten, you know, locked together in this one group. Would you have said anything to him when he got off the phone or would have you let that go? I would have depended on a circumstance. It would have depended on, number one, where it was. If I'm crossing the street with a red light, no, I would make sure that I know New York. I would make sure I got across safely. It would depend if someone's energy was open to have a conversation. Um, you never know who you're meeting. I mean, I'm on buses in Florida, and let me tell you, one does not know. So if I felt there was an opening in the conversation, in his vibration to say something, I probably would have. If so, I felt it was closed. So just suppose that, that you felt that it was open and it was a green light that we were walking across together. And I did say I, something to him because I was so amazed, but I would have loved to have known what you would have said. Well, then I might have said, excuse me. I said, I happened to hear what you were saying. And if it's okay with you, and maybe even if it's not, I'd like to let you know that not every white person from Tennessee is quite like what you're describing. And I make it a practice to not say everybody of whatever is like this, all whatnots are this way, because it's never true. Well, let me not even say never. It is so rarely true. So almost always when one hears that kind of language, it's already broken. And that kind of language already creates some kind of ism because you got triggered. Well, I, I was just astounded by what I was hearing him say on the phone. And that is why he was walking in the same direction I was. That when he got off the phone, I asked him, I said, would you mind having a conversation with me? You know, because I was just amazed that anybody could lump like every single of any anything into one grouping. So if you were going to raise somebody's consciousness, what would be the first thing you would want them to do if you were trying to help them raise their race consciousness? Truly, I would have them take my morph course. That would be the first that I'd have a conversation with them, find the opening. Uh, my first online course is actually called Morph into the Magic of Self-Love, capital S, little s, E-L-F, Soul, Essence, Self, and Ego, Personality, Self. I'd have them take that course. Be, well, they have to pay. I'm not going to pay for them. Um, because that course will shift 
anyone's consciousness, no matter who they are, if they do at minimum listen to the half hour audio and do what it says every single day and they will shift. They will love themselves more. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And they will relate to the world more and they'll release. I call it junk. My fancy spelling is J-U-N-Q-U-E. And that stuff will start to dissipate. Plus, 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 I teach transformational techniques that I use with myself and clients. And they will shift. That is literally what I would do. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's every day for a half an hour for how many days? It's a six-week course, so it's 42 days. Okay, just so that we're clear on everything. So this is the part of the show where I'm real quickly going to do your name since you've been on here before. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, so part that's in your name that I didn't mention before is that your name indicates that if you don't love doing something and if it's not a lot of fun to do, that you just don't want to do it. But you can get the work done as long as you think it's fun, that you are an expert in your field and that you're very generous with your time with others and you have a generosity of spirit, that you have a tendency to be a workaholic, that you really want the world to be fair. And so you're making sure that you're doing your part and that you have uh, uniqueness and quite a sense of humor in there. So we need to take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on X-Zone Broadcast Network at xzbn.net. And A link is also on knowthename.com under the schedule page. So after the break, we'll be finding out what Audrey sees happening concerning some other things that she's been involved in. Stay tuned. It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. 
SIMULTV.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a SIMULTV.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about SIMULTV.com. She even spelled it out for me. SIMULTV.com, sonny boy. SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Pathong Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiyaka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River, further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network. And there's a link on knowthename.com on the schedule page. Now, our guest tonight is Audrey Arby, who assists others in knowing how to have intimacy in their relationships. Now, her yeah. website is audreynow.com, and it is spelled A-U-D-R-Y-E now now.com. So, Audrey, when did you first become aware that individuals were having difficulty in really relating to each other well? Oh, my gosh. First, growing up, everything I saw around me, uh, even in my own family, and the level of communication would, this is literally the truth, would almost have me with my mouth wide open. And then I see clients. And what is the prime thing that people want to know is literally about relationships, more than about money, more than about career, all that. It's about relationships. So I have been working with clients for over 38 years. And when I see and feel and use my intuitional gifts, which I am so grateful to have, by the way, it's obvious. And because I do have talents in what's called the clairs, uh, intuition, clairvoyance, clairaudience, various different things, and so scientifically kind of documented, I can facilitate and the guidance that comes through me, what's going on with them and in my own life. I mean, I have a life. And some of the people with whom I have had relationships, romantic relationships, (laughs) I'm not in one right now because of the the ones that I was in, they worked when they worked. And at a certain point, it was time to leave. 
and I see what I see. And I'm pleased that I can help and facilitate, but it's very clear that there are issues. So when, how do you know when it's time to leave a relationship, if a lover's relationship, how do you know that, okay, it's now time that we separate and move on? That also depends on where a person is at in their own journey. When somebody is, um, I call my younger clients before their Saturn return, like they're under 29 years of age, I call them my zygotes. So a zygote literally is an egg that's been fertilized before it starts to split. So it's the beginning of like becoming an individual, so to speak, or a baby, or a fetus. And they're just starting out. So it's going to be a little different for them than someone, as you so cleverly mentioned in their seventh decade, <laughs> where one has had a lot of experience. What I look for is one is their love. Do they actually love themselves and each other to some degree or another? If there really isn't love, then it's a whole other kind of conversation. One, what are they learning from each other on a soul level, on a karmic level, and on an earth level? Are they benefiting themselves and each other? If I see or feel or sense, however it's shown to me, because it's shown in a lot of ways, that there's really rage and anger or uh, psychopathology, then they need to move. If somebody's being hit, brutalized, insulted, time to leave. If somebody who does that kind of behavior isn't getting any kind of appropriate help, I, I do whatever I can to have someone leave. If any of my clients are not really mm, being able to understand what their partner is discussing, we discuss that. We go into that. So they can get a clarity within themselves and have a deeper understanding of who the other person is. As long as I see or feel or however it's given that there's opportunity for growth and development for each of the persons in the relationship and they are willing, they are willing. That has to be part of it to really do the quote unquote work that's involved in it. Then they've got a shot. If they are not or only one person is willing to give their all and a half even, and the other one not so much, that's not necessarily going to fly in a good way. So then we'll have another kind of conversation, including why are you here? What's the hidden agenda? So what are you looking for? And I'll, sh I'll be showing it. So I've heard that the word intimacy really means into me see. So how do you define intimacy? Well, I like that into me see part also. But if the intimacy is really, truly, first of all, letting oneself get to know one's own self, because if one does not allow themselves to explore within who they are, what they like, what they mm -hmm. don't like, go beyond any of what they've been taught, because everybody, I'm going to go out on a limb here and do a generalization, which I don't usually like to do. But I'll say pretty much everybody has been conditioned by family, by society, by media, by social, by everything. And often a lot of it is limiting. So one, the person has to get to know who they are and then be willing to see someone else. So intimacy is really letting oneself be known and sharing that in an open, honest, 
authentic, loving way with kindness thrown in on the side. And hopefully with fun and ease. I mean, if we're really talking a romantic kind of situation, all of that. And yeah, there does need to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you advise people to do, Audrey, if they want more intimacy in their relationships? What's, What's something that they could do that could, you know, help a relationship become more intimate? First of all, they have to look at do they love themselves. Really have to start with that. Because if someone does not love themselves, they're going to be scared to have somebody else love them. Because we all have, I'll call it like I love roses. They're so beautiful and they smell really wonderful. They have thorns. So the foolish person who just grabs hold of a branch because they want to smell the flower and then they have thorns sticking in them. So it's first be willing, be willing to be real and let somebody be real with you and understand perfect. You're not going to be perfect. Whatever that that's, we don't have that on the third dimension in terms of the way most people describe it. It's like, then where would you go from that? Somebody hits perfect, right? So then what? Then everything is decay after that. Because on the third dimension, and we're morphing beyond the third, but let's just say the third, nothing stays the same. Everything's always changing. So be willing to grow and shift and know how to say, whoa, I could have learned from that. Thank you. Learn how to say, oh, I could have done that in another way. Learn how to say, oh, I'm sorry. And learn how to really go through the process of clearing what needs to be cleared so one can go what I call beyond. And if somebody wants to love more and have more love in them, their lives, they have to give love. And they have to have some gratitude and appreciation for themselves, for life, for other people, for the planet, and live a life that actually reflects that. So what do you see as the main concern in today's relationships that you would think of that may cause problems let's say that both people do know themselves are they willing to share are they willing to negotiate because depending again are they in their 20s are they in their 30s are they in their 50s and in their 70s it's not like everyone's that because not usually if somebody's been living a certain way for a long time they've gotten into patterns If somebody's just starting out, not so much. So it's be open, be open to what another person brings to the table and be willing to really see what it is. Be open to the excitement of discovery and exploration because if you're not, frankly, you'll probably have a dull relationship and may have one with yourself because there's a closed thing off. So What I see with some of the relationships that come my way, part of it is communication. Part of it is expectation. Person A may want person B to be more the way they are. Does this sound familiar? And they may not be. Person A does it the way they do it, and person B does it the way they do it. So they have to find a way to bring their particular patterns and ways of being so that they can work together in a greater whole. W-H-O-L-E, which in a way is also holy. And I mean that as like holy, H-O-L-Y, like a high level. 
And when they can do that and know how to fancy, not take something personally and know it's something from another person and know how to clear that and then bring in kindness. People have to have ground rules, even in quote unquote fighting. There have to be ground rules. No insulting words, using kindness, having love be the optimum thing in the relationship that they both agree. And if they see they're not being loving to themselves or the other, take a moment. And you can put a moment in quotes. It could be maybe more than one moment. And see what needs to be shifted right in there. And be willing to do that. Is it always easy? Nah. Maybe not at the beginning. So the the key thing is the willingness to communicate and really get to know each other. So we need to take another break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. This show is dedicated to a vision of possibilities surrounding different isms. Now, after the break, we're going to find out about some of the different things that Audrey Arby has learned while assisting other people. Stay tuned. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Welcome 
welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and Exxon Broadcast Network. And on the schedule page, there's a link at knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Audrey Arby. She's an artist, an author, a keynote speaker. Her website is her name, Audrey thenow.com. Now she spells Audrey A-U-D-R-Y-E. So it's AudreyNow.com. Now, Audrey, I'm shifting the topic again because you've done so many diverse things. You've also written a book on parenting titled The Mother's Manual, A Spiritual and Practical Mm -hmm. Guide to Child Rearing and Motherhood. So do you feel that most women have an idealized view of what motherhood will entail and then (laughs) you're shocked to find out how much work it actually is? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do. And... Because most people think they're going to do a better job than their mother because they know everything wrong that the parent or father did. Because, you know, kids keep, you know, you may not write it down, but you're the kid. So you, I didn't like this. I didn't like that. And it, it takes literal work and attention and focus and knowing oneself and how to move through the various things that a kid goes through. So I think some people don't realize. And then there are other people who, I mean, I actually met someone recently, literally, who said his mother made 27 children. I thought I heard wrong. 27 kids? Yeah. Yeah. And over a long span of time. And he thought everybody did well. Now, see, everybody has their own way to assess and evaluate. And if they felt they did well, they they may have. They didn't go to college. Not that it's required. But I would want to have that option. I feel like with mothering or fathering, I wrote that book because I saw like a lack of knowledge. And it's a learning experience all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And when somebody thinks it's just going to be easy, finger snap, that's it, boom, boom. And they start seeing the nitty gritty of what's happening. It can get complicated or or people can adapt a behavior where almost every kid is treated exactly the same. And you can't treat everybody exactly the same because one person might be a little more sensitive. They have to be spoken to perhaps a little bit differently than another kid who might be, oh, I don't want to say routed because they could still be sensitive, but they may have a different way of being and they need quick, quick, quick. Another person might be very physical or sports minded or things like that. And they don't want to have like a lengthy conversation. They want to have short little sentences and they're done. So you have to really, a person who's taking care of children or anyone has to really get to feel and see who the person is that they're relating to and tailor some of whatever it is that they're doing so that person can take it in. This is actually good anywhere, but particularly with kids. And the biggest thing, the really biggest thing I truly feel is loving them, loving them feeling and seeing what their innate talents and abilities are and doing everything you can as a parent or a caretaker 
to bring that out and not make them into who you think they should be, but who they are and maximize that. And I think that's really hard. I've seen as a school teacher, I saw a lot of parents that that had ideas of where they wanted their child to go. Like this child's going to be the doctor and that one's going to be the lawyer and this one's going to shop in shoes or whatever, you know, but, and then they pushed in that direction. So I love how you said, we've got to figure out where that child's talents are and then help them yeah. grow in that direction. Yeah. That's very important because then number one, you're going to have a happy kid. And remember we're all souls and someone comes in as a kid to an adult that doesn't mean that they don't know anything. They could be an older soul than the parent. They just came in afterwards to have that particular kind of relationship. And when the parent can really see what the kid's innate abilities are and help them develop them, that's going to be a happy person. And so, they will have a better relationship than if somebody is looked to be forced into a position that's not appropriate. So what do you feel is the hardest thing to cope with as a mother or the biggest surprise that occurs once you're a mother? Well, motherhood is a long journey. Okay. Once you start it, you have it for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, I mean, there it is. So it's different if your kid is a kid or a teenager or already an adult that has kids. I mean, I have grandkids. So sometimes it's letting the kid have enough freedom so that they have a sense of self and being able to do stuff. And this is when they were a kid. And yet enough, I'll use the word boundaries, semi-permeable borders, so they feel safe and they're not running wild and running loose. I mean, I'm from New York. You can't have a kid running loose. This is New York City, okay? And all of this so they know how to make appropriate choices. They have enough challenge. Give them a little bit of challenge because life is going to have some and help them to deal with it so they know they have personal power in that. And then as they get older and older, help them negotiate uh, what they go through in relationship. When they're older and the kids leave home, I've seen that some parents don't know how to make a life for themselves because they were so invested in their role, R-O-L-E, as a parent, they forgot that they're a man or a woman and didn't develop their own stuff. So it's also developing your own stuff and then being resilient. This is a big word now. And knowing how to shift when it's needed, whether it's about the work one does, the career one has, what's going on with climate in the world, how to live ecologically, whatever it might be. And when someone can learn that, morph is my word, okay, they'll have a better shot. And then not always is one's kids as an adult going to do what the person, the adult adult, wants them to do. And they may never. So the person, the mother, the father, has to learn when their kid is really an adult, and I don't mean a starter adult like 22, like in their 30s or 40s, you can give the guidance. And I mean, given what I do, that's like a natural for me, but it has to be desired. And then you have to let go and let the person kind of take steps. And if there's a good relationship, they will do that. Will they always agree? I doubt it, but that's okay. That's okay. 
And I would say for a parent, and this for me was like numero uno, I made a decision early on that no matter what, I was always, always going to keep a good relationship with my daughter. That didn't mean that I always liked everything. Now and then I had to take space. Now and then she had to take space. But that's all it was. It was temporarily taking space. It wasn't a schism. And other people have other, you know, what's important to them. You know, it surprises me how many parents and children don't get along or aren't talking to each other. Yeah. This is true. And then I go, okay, so let's look at, I call it genetic karmic, genetic karmic patterning, because we're made of vibration. And when somebody is born, they don't only get the DNA from their parents, there are energetic frequency vibrations. They've actually discovered it now. Okay, but I saw this umpteen years back that get passed through not only the biological line, but what I'm going to call the incarnation past life line. And when we don't clear that stuff, it's going to act out. So when people don't clear that, that's why the morph course and other stuff that I do in private sessions, yada, yada, and I'm sure with what you do, all of this kind of thing, they're going to get stuck in a pattern. And then they get into the, let's call it, I'm right, you're wrong. Or it could be the power. I'm not going to give in to her. It's all what my guides call ego games. And if someone's getting into ego games, you're not going to go beyond. You just won't. So if they don't know how to meditate, which, yeah, of course, I teach that. They don't know how to meditate and do it regularly and how to really live their frequency, which is, to me, the name of the game on the planet now, whether you call it ascension, fifth dimension, whatever. It's raising a frequency to a higher level because that's what's required. And it's like conscious uh, evolution of our species. And that's what's in the process of happening now. And so if someone refuses to do that, they can get stuck. So really quickly, Sid, we're almost out of time on this segment in one minute or less. Does the role of a mother change once you become a grandmother? Is that role really different? Oh, well, now there's all these other little people who get bigger. So, yeah, and you get the, at least for me, I'll speak real personally. It absolutely changes because now the person that was the child is now also a mother with her own kids. So the woman who's now the older mother and the grandmother gets to see this other thing. And she cannot now see everybody makes their own rules. I know some people who, as grandmothers, think they're supposed to raise their kids' kids. But that is true. Now, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Now, after the break, we're going to find out what Audrey Arby has in her name that has assisted her that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned.
If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar's sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I dot net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simo TV, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide 15 exclusive channels like Exxon, Sci Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand. Live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not so secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hydes can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit iconquality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. 
Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and XZone Broadcast Network. And there's a link on the schedule page on knowthename.com. Now, our guest tonight is Audrey Arby, who's developed her talents in multiple areas, all emphasizing the importance of really living life to its fullest. You can reach Audrey Burr via her website, AudreyNow.com, and she spells her name A-U-D-R-Y-E Now.com. Okay, we'd like you to just finish quickly because I have so many more questions for you in this hour. Um, at the end, you were saying how it's different being a grandmother than a mother. Yeah, because when a person is a mother, they have charge of their kid. When you're a grandmother, your child has charge of the kid, not you. It's different. I mean, you take care of them, you play with them, you do all this. But the mother, <laughs> and this could be hard for some people, is really the one that has more authority. Now, because the person's a grandmother, the mother of the mother, sometimes they want to have more authority because I'm older, I'm this, I'm that, I have more, ex- all of this. They're not her kids. They're not her kids. So there are discussions, if there needs to be, about what's important and what's not. Is there always agreement? No, there isn't. There isn't. And unless the mother who was the child is really doing something that is harmful, sometimes we simply have to allow it to occur. And when the kids are older, not like little, little ones, then you can have different levels of conversation. And it's rather than that there's alternatives. Always. Yeah. Okay. So, Audrey, you've written four books now, and each one is so different than the others, and it could even be five now. So how has being able to get your knowledge out into the world, as you've been doing with your artwork, changed your own world? Wow, that is a really interesting question. Um, it gets me to meet a whole lot of different people. And it puts me into arenas that I hadn't been in before. And sometimes I have to do research. So my eyes are opened to things that I did not know existed. When I wrote the mother's manual and I looked up um, through the the Guttmacher Institute, the level of unintended pregnancies I was horrified. I mean, I was really horrified because to me, making a baby is a sacred act. It isn't a, well, what the heck. And at the time, and right now, because I checked it again for something I was doing, it was about 47%, if I remember correctly, of pregnancies in the United States were unintended. And as a result of that, people were, let us just use the term, 
choosing to, some of them to terminate their pregnancies because they did not want to be a mother and they had gotten pregnant, I will say, inadvertently. So I didn't realize how strong those stats were, which they're a little better now because we have more and better birth control. So it's opened my eyes and helped me to be even more understanding of the level of diversity that's out there. Like when I wrote uh, Raising Race Consciousness, it got me because I did interview people and from gay, straight, transgender, males, females, black, white, uh, various religions and stuff like that, to see different perspectives and how the person was handling what, let's say, different people brought to them, good, bad, and indifferent. And I already have like a huge well of compassion within me. I'm born this way. It got stronger. And when judgment, because yes, I can have judgment pop up. I would do, I do what I teach. Okay, up level my consciousness and go to a higher level and look at what I might have been judging and how to go beyond and all that and then take positive steps to create something positive. But yeah, and it gave me the impetus to speak on certain things that I would not at a certain point in life have spoken on. And it's important. I write about stuff that calls me, that I feel needs to be dealt with on the earth, that my clients and friends and family, but clients have asked about. And yeah, and it, it's, it's a constant evolutionary spiral, which, by the way, is part of what helps. You said that I look younger. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Thanks. It's part of what helps that happen. And I really feel this. If we do what we were put here on this earth to do, the universe, God, source, whatever your word is, the, the, the field of unlimited possibilities, whatever you want to call prime cause, gives us the energy to do it. And do we need to take pauses to relax? Yes, 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 yes. Rejuvenate, have joy. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if I would have ever called myself a workaholic. I just know that I have a mission and I'm doing everything I can to get it handled. It feels like it's taking a long while. So I know that the universe is going to keep me here a long while because, yeah, I am going to get it done. Okay. So I want to talk for a minute about your coloring book, What If, that highlights oh. your artwork on the cover and throughout the book. And you were working on that or just finishing that up about the time I met you. So that was your second book. Why did you create an adult adolescent coloring book? Oh, my God. Well, I'd written the mother's manual, right? So that's for the adults because the kid doesn't got to read the mother's manual. And that has, by the way, a ton of art in it also, 26 full-color pages of art. So I thought, well, we need something for the kids. And I thought, how am I going to do that? And then I remembered I had a slew of these adorable pictures I've made. I thought, oh, ha, ha, I've got the art. And I'm a writer, so I put it together. And 
found a wonderful graphic designer in me. I am truly, as best I can, be very ecologically involved. So that book is printed on 100% post-consumer recycled paper, the only book of its kind, I believe. And um, I got an award, the book got an award for that by um, the Green Press Initiative. And yeah, and then to my surprise, it wasn't only people who bought the book for kids. They bought it for themselves. I hadn't even conceptualized that. Adults bought it for themselves. Senior adults bought it for themselves. And it helps raise one's self-esteem because um, some of the words, and it'll make, it, make people laugh because some of those words are funny. And the art is cute as all heck. And you can turn the pages and look at the art in any direction. But that's what originally prompted me to do it something for the parent something for the kids and see I would have never known that if I hadn't asked because I just considered it an adult coloring book because it's so much fun to color in okay so yeah. next came your Vim Vigor Vitality Vegan book now this <laughs> book has the greatest cover of any cookbook which I said in the intro that I've ever seen and it makes one wish to purchase the book just to get the artwork so what was your purpose or what did you hope to accomplish in this book? Okay, I've been a vegetarian for over 46 years. And I love it. I mean, it helps. Keep, it's one of the things that helps keep me healthy. I've been mostly raw vegan for now, believe it or not, 10, 10 or 11. And I would see what people were eating. And then they come to me about this, that, and the other. And I thought... And what actually happened also is people were saying to me, I want your recipes. How do you make this or that? And I was putting out a recipe here and a recipe there. And then someone said to me, make a book. I said, a book. So that's how it started. Well, and I love it because there's not very many what I want to call vegan, uh, non-cook um, cookbooks out there where you're assembling food or knowing what you're putting together so it actually tastes good. Anyway, Audrey, I want to thank you so much for taking your time to be with us tonight. It was a real pleasure having you on the show. Ditto. Thank you so, so, so much for inviting me. You are such a pleasure and so brilliant. And this has been an absolute delight. And should I give an email? Should I do anything? No, I keep I keep giving your website so I know it's on there. So yeah, prepared, surprised, and pleased when you get to experience Audrey Arby's work. Now her website again is AudreyNow.com. Again, she spells Audrey A-U-D-R-Y-E. Now Audrey's name excels at both creativity and mindfulness, which is enhanced with the DR combination. Now, anytime somebody has a DR combination in their name, it causes them to become experts in their field. So if you have that DR combination, give yourself permission to really become the expert in the area of your choice. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. And if you would ever like to have your name analyzed and know where your gifts are or the reasons that you're here, what's the purpose of your lifetime and the design to know your blueprint, all you have to do is go to knowthename.com and schedule yourself a session. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off. <laughs>